to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Goodbye, Silver. Bruce, the things you told me today, I believed you. Yes, that was the point. Bruce, you can't do this. It isn't you. That's what you think. Liars always tell the truth. Where's the spicy mustard? Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we're back again for another wonderful episode of Legends of Gotham. Leg- Legends of Gotham. Oh yes, I, 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 we should like definitely show that. Like that. That we both have our Legends of Gotham shirt, which Yay! you can get by going over to legendsofgotham.com and clicking support, I think. Support, support the show, something along those lines. Yeah, it's right up along the top. You'll and see, you'll see the link right there. there's a whole bunch of different A whole shirts. range of products, whole including products. including a bloody knife with the Legends of Gotham logo on it, which, I mean, you, you know, know, it's very, very appropriate. But we're here recording this live, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com with our chatters. Uh, let's see, we have uh, Mary H., Bobby and Scorpio two four five, and I'm Yay. sure we'll have a couple more people hop in there. Yeah, uh, people like to hop in, hop out. Yeah, as the hour goes on, we generally have people hopping in, hopping out. Uh, but this is our our. Uh, oh, by the way, we also have new lower thirds, yes. new hotness right Are there. They beautiful. But yeah, this is our last next to last episode. Next week will be the the <sighs> mid season finale, the fall finale, as the they fall now call finale. it instead of mid season. But it's, it's winter. I know it's winter. It oh, well, can't it's, be the fall it's finale. It's definitely winter here. Ooh, so yeah. cold this week. <laughs> Yes, it's a, a, fr- it's a, frigid, a frigid 60, 60 yeah, here, here in, here <laughs> here in, in Orlando. Florida. But okay, I guess we should go ahead and uh, get started with oh, wait, our... wait, one more business thing. Okay. The gift exchange. Oh, yes. Guys, if you haven't signed up for the gift exchange over at universebox.com, um, you need to do that because signups end December f- or sign up before December 1st because I'm drawing names that morning. So do it. Yeah, uh, you can do it now. You can sign up by going over. Uh, there's a blog post over at universebox.com. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll, I'll show our, our video viewers uh, that has all the info to join on Elfster for our gift exchange. It's uh, real simple. It's real easy. I'll also have uh, links to it in the show notes, hopefully, for the, for this episode, too, over at legendsofgotham.com. If you just want to check there, either or. But either we'd, way. we'd love to have you guys involved. And uh, if we get if we get a Gothamer, or a if, Gothamer. I, if I get a Gotham person in the gift exchange, you can bet I'm, I'm going to Get them some Gotham, Gotham, Gotham themed gifts for sure. Uh, okay, Emery, why don't you hit us up with the rhyming Ridley episode summary? For sure. Um, how did they set Theo Galavan free? The penguins at fault, the mayor doth decree. Why do the monks live in the sewer? It's a fitting home for all evildoers. Is Silver smitten? Once she hears Bruce. Will the bats kitten expose Silver's sick truth? Is Theo the mask that turns justice numb? The man who is hiding has the son of Gotham. The son of Gotham! <laughs> What'd you think, Emery? I am a little scared of whatever you just did. Is what I'm I did, thinking. I, right did, now. I did a little voice like I normally do. I know that one was or, creepy though. Yeah. Yep. No. Um. I liked it. I liked it all. Okay. A lot of episodes go so fast, and I'm like, 
Wait, it's over? It's over? This one did tend to drag on a little, but there was a lot going on. Yeah, like... Just I, a slow pace. I didn't consider it dragging so much mm. as it was just super packed. Like, every time you were like, okay, that that's as much content as usually fits in one episode. Then it went on, the, the, six more things happened. And right. more people got cut and more things got crazy. And more and people got a uh, roundhouse to the head. Luckily, no one got their eye stabbed out this week. Uh, thank goodness. Thank Praise. goodness. Yes. But that's uh, not for for the lack of a knife because we did have a new character. The, the knife. knife. Uh, Mac the knife, I guess you could call mm-hmm. him. Uh, but uh, he was a great character. I really loved him. He mm-hmm. felt he felt almost to me like an evil Doctor Who. Yeah. Just his mannerisms, his his, uh, his the physicality of his acting, uh, the the kind of goofy his goofy nature. He's mm-hmm. definitely probably my favorite one-off villain. Definitely probably. Definitely probably. Uh, my favorite one-off villain we've had in the show like ever. <gasps> Even more than Balloon Man? Even more than Balloon like, Man. Because you're like obsessed with Balloon Man. I am obsessed with Balloon Man, but I think I liked him even more than Balloon Man. Wow. Uh, I, I liked Balloon Man for thematic reasons. I think this was the best. I, I think this was probably the best one-off villain we've had. Although I, ho- I hope he, he's not just one-off. I hope he comes I back. Actually, that's what I was just um, – I don't think he is. I thought I saw him in that uh, big picture of all of them. Like, And, of course, really that's not mm-hmm. in the promo pictures. It's been released everywhere else um, of all of them lined up. Mm-hmm. Right for battle or whatever you know jim next to the penguin but i mean i mean it's not like uh there's definitely much room for him to come come back as as we move forward here uh but like i said great character and i also loved bruce's plan in relation uh to to the knife and everything it it, it was this wonderfully devious little plan Mm -hmm. first of all he abducts a kid after basically telling her he's in love with her then stages his own dismemberment all to trick her into giving up the name of his parents murder that was pretty ingenious yeah it's a it's a batman level plan and i really didn't think young bruce wayne had it in him quite yet but obviously he does i mean he had some help he did have some that was help. not all his plan i know but i i mean uh, i it, it was definitely a situation where uh he 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 was sort of the originator of the plan i think and, and he led the plan the plan would have mm-hmm. failed without him because i oh, mean yeah. cat was basically there for you know helping with strategy and then to come in right at the end to be like hey you're a two-faced bitch yeah uh, more yeah, or less. which was quality so so uh yeah i, I really loved it I absolutely loved it and uh, i one thing that kind of bothered me though why not tell alfred about this plan because alfred hates silver i mean the first thing he thinks hates, hates, yeah. thinks when bruce goes missing is oh he must be over at silver's mm-hmm. and goes looking for him and everything but once he found out silver was the target of the plan i feel like alfred would have been 150 percent on board with the plan i disagree in fact i think i think alfred would have would have been like no you're not gonna hire some dude named the knife i'm gonna be the heavy but i guess then so that wouldn't work he could have worn a fake mustache no mustache would not have worked and then given it to jim later on (laughs) (laughs) we need that no i see i disagree because he even tells bruce i think it was last week that he doesn't have the level of deception to get information out of a girl like that yet yeah. And I think Alfred would have tried to talk him down, you know, just like he sent the car away. But, but at the same time, uh, that was be- – Alfred didn't know anything about Kat's 
little dossier she had on Silver. Yeah. You know, if if he had if they had both come to him with the evidence, I, I really feel that Alfred would have been more on board because he's he's way on board with a uh, with with uh, Plan Batman at this point. You know, right. I mean, uh, even helping with all the training and everything. I, I oh, and uh, Mary H says uh, she could definitely tell uh, David, uh, who plays young Bruce, uh, was very much channeling Batman. Oh yeah. For sure, especially in that last scene, once it's all laid bare. Yeah, for sure, and and, and that brings me to my next point. Actually, okay. is that uh, you know they have the exchange. Silver's like, uh, "This isn't you. It isn't you." And he says, "That's what you think, but you're wrong." Right. And uh, I, I feel like people like Theo and Silver constantly backstabbing Bruce and. Mm-hmm. You know, making him trust them only to let him down. They're they're slowly changing Bruce into something else, something a lot more like Batman. Right. And I think he's starting to like it too, and he's starting to see how how being defensive like this can be useful to him. I uh, in you know all of his plans, you know, saving Wayne, Wayne Enterprises, finding his parents' killers, all of that, and Kat dating see- Catgirl, dating Catgirl, and, and Cat sees it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she doesn't want him going down too dark a path. She's a little worried that he could he could fall away from the side of the angels. I uh, and while she is not afraid about falling in that direction mm-hmm. uh, and landing on her feet. Uh, she she doesn't want him to necessarily right, uh, but uh, you know after this episode where I I wouldn't have said this last week, but after this episode I almost feel like next week I I don't know if Jim Gordon's ultimately going to be saving young Bruce. I think I kind of th- almost feel like Bruce could save himself at this point. He could, I think he could. He could he could uh, get one over on Galavan at this point. I mean he might not be as skilled fighting, but uh, I, no, most definitely not. But I I think his biggest strength is that people are going to be underestimated. Because he's he's 14 years old. I mean, he's he's even even throughout this whole big subterfuge that he's he's doing with Silver in this episode. Mm-hmm. He still has to go to school. <laughs> you know, I mean, people yeah. aren't going to be expecting a kid that young to be as clever as Bruce is. The school thing. And this is totally not on my list, but we covered most of what my point was and your point. Um, so <laughs> we t- we had a lot of the same points this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tells Silver to go as Galavan the name as he's going to school. They mm-hmm. go to school together. She headed off to school. Yeah. And, you know, she he gets a voicemail after school telling her to meet. Like, I was like, did she just not go? Because the trial hadn't started yet. It obviously, for some reason, didn't start till later in the evening. Well, Many questions. As Kat says, as Kat puts it, she's a two-faced bitch. Well, yeah, I'm, and I'm aware sure of that, that. I'm sure that applies to her schoolwork too yeah. i mean i i'm sure she probably you know she goes up and she's like hey teacher i i got a note i gotta leave for, from school and that's this is my impression of silver i gotta leave from school and then she just goes and then she goes and you know contacts galavan maybe think, maybe hangs out did. with some monks for a few minutes yeah but i yeah you wanted to talk a little bit about the uh plan too right um i did let's see bruce and selena worked so well together the entire scheme had both of their fingers all over it mm-hmm. it, it had enough balance of sophistication and street mm-hmm. so which was nice made it feel a little bit more real um mm-hmm. This is a very sophisticated play that thankfully played out very well because it could have gone wrong. Bad things could have happened. Oh, yeah. They had me. They had me totally. I was going to say one thing I really appreciated with the way they set this up is we, the audience, didn't know this was a plan until the revelation. Actually, when I realized it was a plan, Mm -hmm. uh, a plan on Bruce's part was Mm -hmm. when the knife came out of that room uh, with the bloody uh, rag. Mm -hmm. That's when I was like, okay, 
this is a plan by Bruce to do something because just because plot armor, right? Because he's he's young Bruce Wayne. If he gets four fingers chopped off, he's not going to be a very effective Batman. 10, 15 years down the line. Yeah. You know, I, I, I still feel, in, until it's proven otherwise, that Bruce Wayne has this tremendous plot armor around him where, you know, he might get beat up, he might get slapped around by adults and everything, uh, he might get punched, he might fall off a bridge, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He'll live. But he's not going to get dismembered. He's not going to get an eye plucked out. It, unless, uh, what's his name? Dollmocker is there to oh, give him an eye to transplant. Uh, Bobby in the chat room says Bruce is going to go full home alone on Galavan, uh, break out the paint cans. I could see that. I would definitely That'd love be fun. that. Um, let's see. What else? Would that I make s- a Galavan the wet bandit? Yeah. yeah. Or the he sticky little- bandit, depending on the movie. Yep. It is a oh, holiday oh. movie. <laughs> it is a holiday <laughs> movie. Um, Bruce and David um, both really showed some major acting chops in this though because um it sh- he was convincing silver he was being tortured she didn't give a rat's patukis but she was convinced i think mm-hmm. um i want selena just to admit that she has feelings for bruce instead of just saying i'm just gonna steal your car to go back to the city what <laughs> um yeah here here 14 year old homeless girl have a car exactly where for, are you going to park it for your trouble well she doesn't have a spot <laughs> spots are, aren't cheap in the city well actually i was thinking you know if i was a homeless kid and some rich kid who has a crush on me gave me a car i'd Live go sell it i'd go sell it to one of my because oh, she knows everybody. she knows like that fence we saw last season that she yeah. knew like yeah i'm sure she could get rid of that car in a few days and then have enough money for an apartment or something you know but she doesn't need an apartment she really could live at the manor very true just but she doesn't want to just imagine how different life would be for them uh, Scorpio in the chat room says, "When the knife took Bruce out, I thought it might have been Alfred's plan." Oh, I could see. I could totally see because that was before we even knew that Alfred was found uh, found for a dump truck, dump truck, and everything. Wah, wah, wah. Um, let's see. I get why he didn't tell Alfred, like we said earlier, but maybe a note or something for when he got home so he wasn't going mm-hmm. all over Gotham looking for him. However, yeah. no matter what, he was going to go all over Gotham looking for him. Mm-hmm. But there's that. And tag, you're it. Tag? Tag. Okay, I want to talk about a little character here, and this is someone that Silver mentions, uh, I, uh, Mr. M. Malone, who fans of the Batman, oh, yeah, they. I, I know when I first heard it, I was like, that sounds really familiar. What do I know that from? Oh, yeah, it's one of Batman's other secret identities besides Bruce Wayne matches Malone yes Uh, matches Malone was a New Jersey gangster and arsonist whose identity was taken by Batman after his death basically uh, whenever Batman needs to infiltrate the criminal underworld he puts on a fake mustache Pops a match I, in, in his mouth and chews on it and goes out as Matches Malone yeah. to kind of uh, suss out information and stuff like that. So, yeah, that if you thought the name sounded familiar, that's, that's, where, you, that's where you've heard it for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought it was really interesting that they, they brought that up because I, I wonder, you know, it, for one, it, was, was she telling the truth or not? I, I know Bruce is kind of about halfway in between believing and not believing her. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if he was convinced. Like I, I kind of think think uh, it was because th- there was just a uh, you know she she didn't give up that information until her life was on the line. Right. I, and I I, f- I almost feel like she she gave up the information because she had to, and then when she realized she'd got got by Bruce no, and Selena, I was just making it up. 
up. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a bad excuse. Although if she was lying, this is the second time Bruce has had a young girl that he's been infatuated with lie to him about the ident- knowing the identity of his parents' killer because Cat oh. did the same thing. Yeah, but she really does. She probably just doesn't know who it is. Yeah, like, I believe she really. See, I almost thought this this confirmed this episode confirmed that uh that wasn't the case. You know, the 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 it wasn't the case. She was telling the truth about not actually knowing because it seems like with you know that piece of information in play in so many different ways this episode yeah it almost seems like she would have been like i have that information i can give you but she didn't necessarily have the information she saw who it was she doesn't Mm -hmm. know who their name she's not like it may not be like a hired hit it might i mean it it was obviously a hired hit but she may not know the hit man Mm -hmm. um how she knows the knife so well tom (laughs) tom was his name but i uh mary h uh, in the chat room says he'll check it out to see if it's true or not i yeah definitely he's he's not letting this go yeah. also would like to say uh hello to f and steven and ssp body in the mm-hmm. chat room how you doing guys i put my hand in front of my light uh, <laughs> to be the dark knight uh no but uh, I, I, I again i wonder if he's a matches malone is a real guy mm-hmm. i and if he is the real k- killer is uh you know is, is he the real killer if he is a real guy or is he somebody that silver and galavan want taken out for other reasons and she was like okay i want matches malone to be killed for whatever reason right something so she was just throwing his name out there to maybe get the knife to go after him or something like Mm. that i and uh, another thing or maybe you know they're playing like this 12th dimensional chess which we'll talk about with theo in a little bit maybe she knew it was all a ruse by bruce the entire time and maybe she gave that piece of information out because she wanted bruce to have it yeah because she wanted this matches guy to get got for whatever reason Mm. i'm gonna say get got a lot tonight Get got i and uh you know if it's not a real guy Maybe this is just where Bruce gets the name. Maybe this is where he sources the name from. I could see that, too. It could be. Uh, and uh, Mary H. says uh, uh, she thought it might be Joe Chill, as does F and Stephen. Stephen. F and Stephen. F and Stephen. Sorry. You got a pronunciation guide coming up there. <laughs> Thank you. Definitely. Uh, but, yeah. So, I, I think uh, Joe Chill, if you don't know, in the original Silver Age co- comic book <laughs> version. Silver Age. And si- Silver Age. The Silver Age. Uh, that might be a good episode title. Uh-huh. Uh, but in the in the original Silver Age version of the story and a few other versions of the story, uh, Joe Chill is is the, the guy who killed Thomas and Martha Wayne. But it's going to be interesting to see where that thread goes. And if nothing else, I'd love to see young Bruce Wayne throw on a pair of sunglasses and a fake mustache, get out there in the world, throw a match between his teeth and, you know, start. That could be interesting. Yeah, that'd sure. be a lot of fun. I, I basically my my end game for the end of the season, I want everybody to be wearing fake mustaches by uh, the end of the season. Catgirl, including us. I, I have a real one, though. I guess yeah, but I a fake one might look better. Definitely. Yeah, uh, but uh, lots of interesting stuff about uh, Matches Bologna. You, you wanted to talk a little bit about Theo and Tabby, right? Oh, Theo and Tabby, Theo and Tabby, Theo and Tabby. Okay. Tabby. So are they monks too? I think Theo is. Yeah, but well then I still don't get Tabby's deal and it's driving me crazy. Like I how don't, so? I don't know. Are we real sisters? I mean, is she like, I mean, I guess would that make her a nun, not a monk? I, I don't know where she fits into the puzzle, mm-hmm. nor why so sh- why she is so skillfully trained in battle. What I'm wondering is what she was looking for in the apartment. There was a there. knife. What was it? She, that's what she stabbed Alfred with. 
Okay, I didn't know if that was. I, I, I didn't see that move. That, yeah, she pulled it like out. Like I from saw under her the looking stone. for the thing, no, and then I saw out. her stabbing Alfred. I didn't see the in between. Yeah, there was there was an in between there. Um. Well, then she has to still be working with Theo, right? Because uh, you know they're all about the knives. Well, they're family, so she still and I'm had guessing to... that's the knife that Penguin no, had stolen. No, because this one was in like a – is it called a sheath? Whatever, a knife holder? Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. So, okay, let's see. They both obviously have physical training, which finally we get to see Theo actually fight someone. Um, but the monks only seem able to speak about the mission, which is why it really confuses me, is that maybe mm-hmm. that's a part of monk training and he's like higher than a monk or something. Well, you got to think too, uh, assuming they're both – uh, part of the order, which I Theo definitely is, uh, but if assuming Tavi is too, uh, they they've both been trained uh, to kind of fit into man's world and be the order of uh, Dumas Dumas, a, Dumas a, agents within uh, the world of man to kind of infiltrate Gotham High Society. Oh, see, Bobby says it was the knife. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was the knife. Once you mentioned that, because uh, they, I, I know that he was keeping that in the apartment after he got it back off Penguin. <gasps> SSP body, P body. Theo could fight all this time. <laughs> exactly. Oh. oh yeah, and Bobby says it had the same bone handle. But you know, so so while the other monks have been secluded in their monastery, doing their monk stuff, stabbing people and drinking blood and all stabbing that, stabbing kind of themselves and dripping blood on each other. Yeah, uh, these Theo and Tabitha have have been trained not only for that, but also to go out in the world and be convincingly, you know, high society, upper crust kind of people. The entire thing just confuses me. Mm-hmm. Also, um, so the monks were obviously planning on coming on this day long before we knew Theo was going to get arrested, or was it? Long before we knew Theo was going to get arrested. Run that by me again. Okay, so the monks, it was, I mean, they didn't just happen to get it rolled into town when they did. Uh, that was a, pl- a date planned long before. Yeah. Because that's not something that you just leave up to chance. Um, it just seemed really weird that there's no way that was a coincidence, though, with Theo being on trial and being arrested and all that. Well, I, th- I think it was pretty obvious this episode that uh, that was all part of the plan. Yeah. That was all part of his Batman's gambit, you know? And we, yeah. we did get the old guy showing up in Theo's apartment several episodes back being right. like, hey, your brothers are on their way. Yeah. So so that that was kind of kind of uh, a plan from the beginning, I think. Uh, Bobby and uh, SSP body in the chat room are saying, is, is Theo Azrael uh, uh, the uh, substitute Batman during Nightfall? Uh. Back in the day, who was a member of the Order of Saint Dumas, I, or Dumas, which I think Theo actually says Dumas at See, one I point. See, I thought he said Dumas. They they said both in this episode. Oh, they're killing me. Uh, but uh, I I kind of think that he might be a little too old for that because John Paul Valley. I I mean, he might be in Azrael because I believe it's a it's a honorific. You know, it's passed uh, from person to person I, as sort of the ultimate warrior warrior of the order. Uh, but I don't think I don't think he's going to end up being revealed as like jean paul paul valley uh the azrael that took mm-hmm. over for for batman or anything i could be wrong but he, he just seems a little too old and it seems like him and bruce have gotten on off on a really, really bad, bad fo- foot because i mean even though they had their differences batman and jean paul valley you know they had a mutual respect for each other and i mean 
Batman even chose him to replace him as Batman initially before he realized, oh, wait, this guy's killing people. Right. You know, so it could be, it, it'll be interesting for could sure. Be. For sure. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Anything else uh, from the chat room? Uh, uh, Stefan says, I got a Court of Owls feel from Theo all season. Now I think he might be in connection with uh, Azrael. Anyone else getting a Court of Owls feel? I definitely feel like that could still be part of it. I think if there's going to be a Court of Owls reveal, it's going to tie into how Mayor James' uh, his story changed. Yeah. Like, who who told him to change his story? I don't know right. if someone was put under threat or if someone up above him right. uh, just told him, hey, no, you got to change your story because we have all these plans with this Order of St. Dumas and everything, and you're messing it up. But even though you, they held you prisoner forever, you got to frame the penguin for this, you know? Yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see, but uh, we're going to take a little break here. Amory, why don't you tell them a little bit about our Patreon? Hi, we have a Patreon. We do. Um, a Patreon, it's a way for you guys, our listeners, to help support our podcast podcasts and make awesome things happen um it's a monthly donation um website system yeah i don't know sorting of pennies um <laughs> you can start donations anywhere from 10 cents up and you'll get all sorts of perks and shout outs and all sorts of fun fun things coming um sorry uh and this will support all of our podcasts right now we have greetings from storybrook legends from gotham or legends of gotham not from gotham <laughs> um and last night you may have caught on the feed our we're so lost Lost number two, which is our new Lost podcast. Mm-hmm. Which that- will be starting up weekly in a couple of weeks once Gotham is over. So Yeah, it's a hiatus show. So whenever uh, Once Upon a Time or Gotham is not airing, we will be doing We're So Lost. Um, so you have three months of that coming up, everyone. <laughs> um Let's yeah, also see. doing a lot of movie commentaries, movie commentaries. Uh, various specials and things like that on our YouTube, on the on the the Patreon, everything else. And we we already have uh, thirty six uh, people supporting us yes. on Patreon, uh, giving us two hundred and nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents a month. I like it. I enjoy that the person um, who just signed up yesterday is in dollar a dollar ninety nine. Uh-huh. And we want to thank you guys again so much for that. Yes. We, we are going to be reworking this a little bit. Page, to, just ignore what the Patreon page says it's all old yeah yeah we're updated we're, we're going to be updating this very soon and everything but we want to thank you guys again so much for supporting us and everything we do and we're here for you we're here for you if you want to be here for us patreon.com slash universe box remember to think outside and donate if you can and if not just come and hang out in our chat room at live.universebox.com come and hang in our chat okay okay so i guess we should get back into the main discussion wait, here. is it isn't the bat phone ringing what what uh, wait i uh, Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Bring, 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 bring. bring, bring. bring. Oh, yes, that's the bat phone. Here. Hey, hello, hello, hello. Legends of Gotham, it's Holy Bat Pastor. How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, doing good. I'll make How are you? this quick because I know we don't have a lot of time. Uh, first of all, I want to share with you a Gotham blast from the past. Remember Lovecraft? That was episode 10 of season one. Mm-hmm. Two specific items made that a memorable event. Number one, we saw Alfred explode into James Bond mode. And number two, we saw Bruce and Selena team up on their own. Uh-huh. This week's Gotham was episode 10 of season two, and we were treated to callbacks of both of those highlights. I thought that was really neat. Almost a year to the day. Next Very up, true, because that was like a glance into the future. Now, this is a striking contrast that I think will undoubtedly influence Bruce Wayne's direction one day. 
Consider the order of St. Dumas. They cloak themselves in a mantle symbolizing and associated with righteousness in order to subversively perpetrate evil. By contrast, the Batman will cloak himself in a mantle symbolizing and associated with evil in order to subversively perpetrate righteousness. I will say also uh, when that thief got snatched up by one of the order, mm-hmm. I felt very Batman-esque. Yes. Now that's awesome. Makes me grateful, which reminds me, we have top a top three reasons to be grateful at Thanksgiving from Gotham Season 2, Episode 10, entitled The Son of Gotham, or as Penguin and Riddler prefer to call it, The Adventures of Ozzy and Harried Ed. Uh, I know, that was <laughs> pathetic. Please forgive the obscure TV reference. At number three, pathetically Victoria's awesome. Secret considered holding their lingerie fashion show at a former abbey in Gotham City. But the dress rehearsal got brutal. The reason to be grateful? You didn't have to personally witness men fleeing the scene. That is, specifically, <laughs> half-naked, pasty, Caucasian old men fleeing the scene. Am I right? Number two, etymologists and other word lovers discovered that there are terms and or phrases that are not worth learning. The reason to be grateful? You've never had a vocabulary list that included either slap-slap or rub-and-tug. P.S. Please don't use those in a sentence, like ever. And at number one, when Penguin poops, he poops twice and he poops big. Truly, Oswald put the pot. In Cobblepot. The reason to be grateful? <laughs> He's not your house guest. <laughs> hey, let's talk an arbitrary scale. This was near perfect. I'll gladly give it 99.5 underused plungers out of 100. I gotta run, so this has been Holy Bat Pastor reminding you hashtag that two faced bitch got served. And trust me, Jada made this okay too. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Holy Bat Pastor. Oh, thank you. We so. always love hearing from you, and we will continue to play those as often as you send them. Absolutely. Even, even with the, the scatological humor at the end, which I really don't like so much. No, you okay. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me uneasy. Uh, before we get back to the main discussion, I just uh, want to say uh, some corrections from the chat room. Mary H says uh, the name du- Dumas is French. Uh, the name comes from the author of The Three Musketeers. Oh. And uh, SSP Body says, I hate the- that Theo continues to drag Oswald's name through the mud. Uh, hasn't he ruined his life enough? I agree, mm-hmm. uh, definitely. And so does uh, F and Stefan uh, says, agreed, Peabody, but I hope Penguin gets his at the end. And uh, but I think it, that might be too similar to the ending of the first season. Uh, yeah, I, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with that, especially considering the trailer, uh, which right. we'll talk about here in a little bit. Yes. Okay, but I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the, the fight scenes in this episode. There was a lot of mad respect to the actors on this show for all of their fight choreography. Mm. Yeah, and I will say uh, we've been watching uh, the CW series I Zombie a little bit. Yep. And this, uh, those watching those episodes makes me appreciate Gotham's fight sequences so much more. Like their fight choreography on Gotham is amazing and far above anything they're doing, at least on that show, on the CW. And I mean, I've but seen- that was we're also you know only on like episode five. Yeah, and they are on season two and just got extended. Yeah, season so. season two might open up a whole other can of worms. But I mean, even stuff I've seen on like The Flash and the couple episodes of Supergirl I've watched and stuff like there there are big fight scenes, but it's all like it's ninety percent CGI. There's no real practical fighting, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, it's like punch and then two CGI car- cartoon characters fly apart from each other. You know, where this is like actual people, and yes. I'm sure some of it's stuntmen and stuff. But, I'm sure you know actual people. <laughs> 
Yes. Fist to fist to fist. And I'm not usually a big fight scene fan, but no. I can appreciate good artists doing good work. And They're done very well. Sorry, mm-hmm. but go ahead to your specifics. Oh, no, but, uh, you know, there were a lot of good fight scenes in this episode, especially involving Theo's cult. Uh, the first one was at uh, the Chinese, uh, what, Rub and Tug House? The Rub and Tug. Uh, you know, it was a fun, dynamic fight scene uh, in that fun set with the paper walls so you could throw people through it, fall through it, all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it felt like a very impractical setup for a whorehouse because, I, I, I mean, in a whorehouse, you, you don't want paper-thin walls, right? I mean, I, I, I won't get into what goes on at a place like that. But, I, I mean... I think they know, dear. Uh, rule one, discretion. Rule two, you, you don't it, want paper walls. But it, it was at least partially... No, but there's reasons. Like, it was discreet from the outside. Obviously, mm-hmm. just walking by, they didn't know what it was. But, you know, that's how they have so many, I don't know, corrals. Yeah, and I guess I know it was like a... It was a stylistic thing, too. It was an interior design decision. Yes. Again, didn't feel very practical. No. Love the fight scene. Absolutely love the fight scene. And then the big one. Mm -hmm. uh, SSP Body says Gotham fight scenes are awesome. I'd have to agree. Uh, The big one was the last one, uh, which was Galavan versus Gordon. Mm. Which was just amazing because, you know, Theo threw down like a madman. Yeah. He did like a roundhouse kick to the head. Mm -hmm. It was terrifying. It it, it was just insane because I I always considered him just a strategist. And maybe the reason all these people from uh, the Order of St. Dumas were were coming over to Gotham was because he was setting up all the, you know, the chess pieces and then they were coming to knock the other chess pieces down. You know, they were the knights and he was he was the the player the chess, chess player piece. the strategist to, to extend this metaphor um Evan his- Stefan says that compared to Daredevil and Jessica Jones though Gotham fight scenes are garbage fair enough I haven't so seen apparently either net, of those. neither have I apparently yeah. Netflix has Fox beat but Fox has CW beat so there's mm. that there's a ranking <laughs> but uh you know I, I, I'm just uh wondering uh why, why haven't we seen him throw down like this before is it because he didn't need to because he, he needed to be in that sort of intellectual planning uh position until just now when he can finally let loose yeah you know what did you think of the fight scene overall i loved it um i felt a little bad for gordon man couldn't even breathe before he's getting kicked again um mm-hmm. so yeah it was i mean it was it was definitely like intense yeah but i mean like we've been saying it's just awesome to finally see galavan you know do his own dirty work mm-hmm. penguin challenged him to do his own dirty work and he still didn't yeah and you know he he also says right before that happens that Theo Gallivan is a mask. And that's something that has kind of been a common complaint slash comment all season from us, right. from our listeners, saying that his 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 performance has felt very artificial. And I, th- I think... Wait, around that around the time he says that is when you could, it starts to feel a little more real from him right. you know and i also had the same comment about i don't think i made it into my notes for tonight the same comment about silver she mm-hmm. felt completely artificial well that but she uh, was in, meant in, that way until that moment when uh the knife is like oh there she is yeah i and she this was the first episode she felt like a real character too right which i thought was really cool uh but uh you know i i love that jim outsmarted the monk in the sewer too i it, oh my God. it, it was like the anti-fight scene like right he, normally you would you know harvey and uh jim go in to investigate something and you get a big throwdown fight scene and then you move on to the next act 
right. or whatever. But this time, uh, that wasn't going to work because, yeah, they, they, they took him out. But at that point, they still needed to get information from him. And no matter manner of corrupt police work right. was going to get that information out of him. So he had to kind of, he had to think. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I kind of feel like that's probably going to be the best approach with these guys moving forward, too. Right. I, I think they've lost that opportunity. This was our one chance to use the, uh, you know, cheat them out of who they are. Like, Oh, no, oh. but I, I just mean strategy over oh, yeah. brute force. Like, because I don't think, I don't think Jim or, or even, you know, if he gets, gets some uh, buddies to help him out uh, next episode, I don't want to get spoilery uh, for the trailer, but uh, I, I don't think that, uh, you know, a brute force approach is going to work for these guys yeah, or with these guys. I, th- I think, I think Jim's going to have to play it a little smarter than he normally does. Okay. Okay. Well, at least we can rest assured that uh, Barnes probably would not be going um, to this fight because he has a cane. Very true. He got stabbed in the like and bled. Um, Gabe, Gabe was back. I thought that mm-hmm. was pretty awesome. The Gabe was back. Yeah, definitely. Second However, time this season, I think. However, though, that means that Penguin has been in communication with Gabe. Gabe is not dead. Gabe has not betrayed him. Gabe mm-hmm. Gabe is still there. Gabe's his true blue. You know, he, you know, you my boy blue. <laughs> um, so I thought that was pretty interesting and quite the revelation that he actually did have somebody. Mm-hmm. But he probably was better off with ed and his mustard uh, yeah i i do wonder though uh i if i was ed i would be a little upset that penguin gave was giving out the address even, even he doesn't tr- know yeah he was I, at work i'm saying i'm saying it's probably gonna end up coming out at well, some of course point. it's gonna come out i i mean i i have a feeling that ed, ed is going to continue to regret that that decision to let penguin in there but oh yeah but th- well they're i mean they're not really um they're not friends in like comic land are they i no, they're they're i mean I mean, they're they work together sometimes yeah do they yeah okay. yeah which i mean they could still definitely still have that type of relationship an enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of thing yeah um let's see the, oh mary h in the chat room says yeah. uh loved when galavan did not pull the gold finger thing and leave uh james frayne's performance was so funny when he turned back around to challenge gordon yeah ah! I have a few minutes on time. Oh, why not? Oh, why not? not? Although I I do kind of question why he felt the need to go by himself to collect Bruce. Like that seemed a little like you could have sent somebody to do that. Maybe those two cops or something. Well, obviously they're dead now. Yeah, they're dead. But, uh, you know, someone like that. But I think he's running out of dudes too. Could be. Could be. I mean, we've seen two of the uh, brothers Mm -hmm. go down and there weren't that many of them. Maybe a dozen. Yeah. So, and then you've got, you've got the old guy. So (laughs) there's that. Um, okay. So I, I guess we should go ahead and uh, address, uh, you know, the the Penguin Ed relationship as it Nigma is. Pot Nigma Pot, uh, something like that. Uh, Pot, bosom buddies, as it <laughs> were. I, I I think it's safe to say that the honeymoon's kind of over now it's with over. these two. I, I, I'm surprised how quickly Ed has fallen out of fascination with Penguin, and now he's just the weird roommate who's bothering him at work and mm-hmm. touching his stuff while he's gone and every, everything. It, it happened really sharply because the last time we saw them, they were just having a good old time. With Leonard. Yeah, yeah. I'm drinking some wine, having some Chinese food. Killing mm, a dude. Chinese food. Uh, but uh, I, I did notice that you know when Gabe showed up, uh, Penguin was stopped before he could dispose of Kringle's glasses. But he destroyed them. He, he, he did crush them but they're still there 
I, we don't know that for sure because when we saw him, as far as we know, but Penguin was in his pajamas and then he left in a suit. So there was there was time he could have been like Gabe, throw this away, or I don't know, like I don't know. Well, I'm just wondering, you know, if they're still there, even in a crushed form, is Jim gonna end up finding them? And I mean, Sergeant Doherty's badge is still there too. See, that's what I think he should have gotten mm. rid of because it's more believable that Kristen like forgot her glasses one time. Yeah. Um. However, Doherty's police badge. Mm-hmm. There ain't no reason you should have it. But yeah, I'm wondering if Jim's going to end up finding those. Is Oswald going to bring Jim over to Ed's apartment? Because uh, obviously, you know, he's they're kind of connected now. Uh, mm-hmm. because Oswald's very much a fugitive. Now he has this cop who everyone's assuming is dead. Jim's probably not going to want to be exposed. Is he going to be hiding out at, at Ed's apartment? Oh, is, is he going to discover that Ed and Penguin are in cahoots? I, I just, I don't see this going well for Ed at all. I, 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 my prediction for next week is that Ed will be exposed. Jim will find out exactly how twisted and weird Ed really is. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious about how Jim will react. I think he's going to because I, I I have a feeling he's going to have to continue as he has for the past couple seasons now in uneasy in uneasy uh not friendship but kind of alliance with penguin so i'm wondering if that's gonna start extending to ed here now too and are, are they gonna be like work buddies but he's gonna be like hey i know what you're doing it mm, i don't know i don't think he can really well, i don't know he puts up with penguin he puts up with penguin but penguin has had some um he's helped him as well mm-hmm. um what's ed done for him but now ed's helped penguin so mm-hmm. if he goes against ed he's going against penguin in a sense so is a friend of my friend different than the enemy of my enemy yeah i I know it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting situation to see how it all shakes out ssp body says lee is going to find going to find them i would i would love for lee to knock on the door and have penguin answer that would be fun. That would be fun, but I don't think Penguin's going back there. I think Penguin's done there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Mary H., I, I know that uh, that Ed told Penguin to get rid of them. I just, I, I'm not, we, we didn't see him officially get rid of them, so I'm considering them still in play within the apartment because the news that Gabe gave Penguin was so distracting that he probably forgot everything he ever ca- thought about Ed Enigma, and now he's completely centered on Galavan because he knows he's out. Right. And he can get to he's him. He's accessible. Yeah. Um, I do agree that Lee is catching on kind of i don't think she really suspected ed until that entire conversation mm-hmm. and ed's taking it to the nth degree because his guilty conscience is there uh-huh. and he's scared he's gonna get caught which is his favorite part apparently thanks to head ed but so i don't know i'm interested to see what happens next because lee's really the only one who's shown any interest which is crazy to me mm-hmm. Kristen kringle was in charge of all of the records there was always somebody in her office no well, i mean to be fair ed it has a pretty decent alibi going now, yeah. but at the same time, I can definitely see her at least looking into it a little bit more deeply. Yeah, which would be interesting. Yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I also kind of wonder, I feel like we're probably going to get some sort of closure on uh, their relationship and him not trusting her, not coming to bed when she asked him to. Oh, this relationship has to end. Jim being an alcoholic now, a total alcoholic. He was so sad. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, but it's, it's going to be very interesting to see. Anything from the chat? room here um let's see ed doesn't really have anything that he can do to help jim that penguin can't um let's see if anyone finds them it will probably be lee but that might be a bad thing um oh no mary h we all saw the penguin crush the glasses (laughs) it's just what they did with the shards of glass yeah that we're interested in i mean those were very unique frames 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I know uh, if you've been listening to the podcast from the beginning, initially, the first few episodes, especially, mm-hmm. we, we, we often have a section in the notes where we talk about the rules for Gotham. Like, yep. what is Gotham? This defines an episode of Gotham. I think we have a new rule uh, besides the eye gouging, uh, besides uh, Alfred being like, no, Brad, Master Bruce, you can't. And Bruce being, yes, I yes, can, again. Alfred. It's if we ever go an episode without a kid being slapped again, It'll it's be not an episode of Gotham. It's not an episode of Gotham without a kid being slapped. I, I think this one paid to be slapped. I know that that's a whole another level, level of, of crazy. crazy. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of kids being slapped in the show, and I I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Slap the kids, slap them this way, that way, any way you can, and maybe we'll get one killed next week too. That'd be fun. You know, it'd have been nice. Silver. Silver could have used a slap. She could have. And she definitely could have lost her thumbs. I was about to say, but they wouldn't do that. But no, they... They to- slapped Kat. They, yeah, they totally would. They totally would. They totally would. They even, like, um, mm-hmm. rosied up Batboy's... Che- or uh, mm-hmm. Batman child, David. Really my Bruce glasses. Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Hello, my one little glass of wine. Okay, uh, but speaking of the cat slapper... <laughs> uh, you had a little... Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about the cat slapper here. The cat slapper. Okay, so... Alfred and Tabby. This fight, I don't know how we didn't talk about it earlier, was awesome. Was mm-hmm. awesome, was awesome, was awesome. I love any time that Alfred gets to actually do something other than just wait on Master Bruce. Mm-hmm. And he flips that, that switch so quickly. Oh, that switch goes real quick. Mm-hmm. Really, really quick. Um, It's so cool to see somebody was able to stop Tabby's whip. Because that yeah. whip is like her sole thing, especially with her injured shoulder mm-hmm. that he shoved his hand into. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, But... Oh, poor Alfred. First he gets stabbed and he somehow stumbles away, gets in the elevator, and she chases him. And we fight in the elevator. And then there's more stabbing and, oh, we're in a garbage truck and off we go. <laughs> we know you're coming back because you're Alfred. But, man, catch a break. Yeah, yeah he, he's on his way to the dump. Oh. Although I, I, I do think I felt like uh, I felt like it was the weakest fight scene of the, of the episode. Yeah. But I felt like it was an episode without any weak fight scenes. Right. It was, you know, you know, it was if you had to weakest, rank them. If you had to rank them, it was the weakest, but it was still really strong. Right. It might have had something to do with it was one of the preview clips for the episode. Mm. Yeah, so, so we that saw might, it earlier. Yeah, that might have uh, softened its impact a little for me. Yeah. Uh, but um, Mary says that she liked the fight better than the Gallivan-Gordon fight. Oh, interesting. Um, very interesting. Well, I, the Gallivan-Gordon fight was very one-sided, too. This was more of a match between equals, yeah. for sure. Um, F and Stefan says, Peabody... Oh, wait. That was a given. Oh, that somebody needs to slap over. Um, I say that Jim gets back with Barbara and has a baby, a.k.a. Batgirl, a.k.a. Oracle, then <laughs> dies giving birth. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, well, I guess it's time to a decide how we felt about this episode okay hmm. okay let's see out of hmm out of hmm out of 665 silver slaps how many silver slaps do you give 665 665 i'm typing it silver slaps, slaps. Um, how many slaps do you give this episode 643 why because it was a great episode. Um, uh, I know Pastor of Batman said it was near perfect, and I'll agree. It was very significantly perfect. But again, I wanted to see Silver slapped. So there was that. Also, Alfred! <laughs> Catch a break! Finally! So there's that. You? How many are you giving it? Uh, well, I uh, SSP Body says Je- Jessica Lucas uh, threw that knife for real and hit the mark in one shot. So I guess that was like a real knife throw. That's kind of fun. Wow. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I'm going to say... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to say six hundred and sixty. Nice. Just because it was such a, a, a loaded episode, and I really loved the knife. Like, really, the the knife. There's so many knives in this. The the knife character. Oh, the was, knife character. Yeah, the knife character. You have to be specific on this. Was probably. It might be my favorite villain outside of Jerome all season. Oh, not counting Riddler and Penguin because they're kind of they're just, regular yes. cast members. They're a given. Man, apparently uh, I like this the least of everyone. But definitely, I. Effin Stefan says six hundred and sixty-six slaps, silver slaps. So better than perfect. Yeah, uh, Bobby gives it six hundred and fifty-seven slaps. Uh, Mary gives it six hundred and fifty-five, and SS Peabody gives it six hundred and sixty. I, I think, I think we can call that a, a good. We episode. can call that a good episode, there, I mean, folks. He, F and Stefan even did, gave it one more, uh, you know, Mark of the Beast. Went above the, uh, yeah. above the goal. Yeah, and, and down below to the depths of the underworld. Okay, now it's time for the news. News. First up, the ratings. Like Gotham was down by a tenth for Fox. That, yeah, that's that, a shame. That, I don't know why. Um, I think there was some um, sports. There was some Monday night mm-hmm. football in major markets like Boston. Yeah, but so, I, so. I don't know if we discussed it on the show last week, but I know that the head of Fox said that they were going to stop using live numbers. Yes. Very I, soon. To, but it might be that Fox isn't using them, but that doesn't mean that they're not like Nielsen. They're not collecting them. Right. Yeah. But I don't think I, – I think Fox was definitely adamant that they weren't going to affect the programming on Fox really. Right. Anymore. They're the first ones to say that. So Yeah. I was kind of curious whether we'd even have ratings uh, to, to go over today. I'm glad we do because it's a staple of our news coverage for yep. – both kind of. fo- fan cast. A little bit. Okay, so let's see here. Next up is the uh, trailer for next week. What's this episode called, Amory? Um, I it, it it'll show on your thing. It is called Worse Than a Crime, and we're gonna watch it right now. Boom. Bruce Wayne in a like a white dress. Robe. It was like a it's like a robe. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? You keep trying to kill Lots of people, lots of crazy, lots of running, lots of faces, lots of faces, more faces, and then Jim shoots the gun. And Penguin and Jim are going in together to take out Galavan. Yeah, but uh, that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier is that it it definitely looks like Jim and Penguin are teaming up towards an end. Mm. I'm very excited by that because I can't wait. I, I mean, we've we've I don't think we've ever really seen them work together for a common like, goal adamantly. Yeah. You know, so like very into working together. So right. it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. But I, it's the mid-season finale. A lot of stuff's right. going to be going down. It's going to be crazy pants. We're going to have an extra long episode next week, uh, Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universeboxed.com. We hope you can join us. Yes. If not, you know what you can do. Oh, here we go. You can uh, uh, abduct a teenage girl. Do not no. abduct a teenage girl. No, no. Grab a teenage girl. No, do not grab a teenage girl. Tape up her mouth. Throw her in the back of a van, then abduct a billionaire. Email us, legendsofgotham at gmail.com with your demands. Tweet us at Legends of Gotham with, you know, little selfie updates like, hey, look, teenage girls right behind me. Uh, you can Facebook us, facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. What? Uh, just, just say hi because we like I feel you. like we're going to get we on like the hearing door. You say hi. Uh, Facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. Or you can call us and you, we, you can, we can hear the girl go, Sis, Bruce, help me, Bruce, help 
at 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And first up, we have a voicemail from Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Hey, Bill and Amory. It's Bobby. Hey. All right. So where do I begin? Um, well, I don't know. This episode, or this episode, the show just keeps getting better and better with each episode. And I know we all just keep saying that every week, but it's, and, and I hate to be sounding like a broken record, but it's true. Um, I'm not going to mention any names of any other shows on the air, but this show <laughs> is like, this is how you do a a story over an elongated period and make it all make sense. Mm-hmm. You, you lay out uh, character beats and story beats in the beginning of the season that you don't even realize are going to play out in the end of the season. Or um, just everything just fits together so well here. There's uh, there's nothing that doesn't make any sense. There's nothing that's making me scratch my head and asking, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Um, just everything is gelling so well. And that's what I love about the season thus far. Um, as far as character moments in the show, Bruce and Alfred, we uh, I've, I've said time and time again that that's maybe my favorite story element of the show as a whole but um wow to finally get to see bruce be somewhat of a badass and uh, get to start to play the role that we all know he's just destined to fill um for a minute there i almost thought maybe silver was starting to fall for him but at this point he doesn't even care because obviously he's got the thing for cat that he's always had mm-hmm. and uh she played him so he played her you know for a second i he even had me i mean i know that they're all great actors but bruce I, I'm, when I watch the show, I don't see the actors. I see the, the characters. And Bruce had me fooled, you know, like, f- right up until the thug came out with that blood-soaked rag, and then I was like, oh, he's playing her. He played her like a fiddle. That was awesome. And it was really great to see Kat be like, oh, yeah, I'm the gutter trash. And just like, ugh, I just love the dynamic of those three. Um, It was really cool to see Silver get put in her place. And then what, M. Malone? Are you kidding me? M. Malone? Now, whether that <laughs> the real name or just a name she pulled out of thin air like she was saying it doesn't matter at this point we got the name matches malone are you kidding me matches malone uh okay i'm sorry going on alfred got to be such a badass this episode got to throw down with tabitha um she wasn't wearing the sling and so i guess that only like took out her her arm for a few days i guess um bullock wasn't in a lot of this episode uh but maybe bullock is like a nice spice that you don't want to use too liberally you know Mm -hmm. uh just use them sparingly here and there uh, yeah, last season he definitely got to points where he was like just completely comic relief. Yeah. Although I would like a nice Bullock centric episode. We'll get there. There's a lot um, going on. But of course, you know, me and Bullock, I could always use more. Oh God, just everything about this episode. The the monks finally coming to town with their blood ritual. <laughs> Galavan, I never thought I'd say this. I've been spilling haterade on him all season, but this episode <laughs> he actually turned out to be kind of a badass, and I love that nice. scene with him and Gordon. Um, I see this voicemail is going on long, so I'm going to try to make this short and, and just cut it right here. Um, sorry if there's any elements I missed, but I just really love this episode, if you can't tell. And so out of 34 blood-soaked uh, Japanese massage attendants escaping from a brothel, I will give it 32. Awesome episode. Um, oh, Riddler and Penguin. I loved it. I loved <laughs> the relationship there. I really did not see Riddler coming in and coming in and be the dominant uh, force in that relationship, at least for the time being, anyway. But again, here I am rambling now, and I've got to go. Thank you very much, Bobby. I uh, much appreciated as always. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, uh, high quality uh, voicemail there from you. Yeah. Look at look at you up in your game. Yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, next up we have a voicemail from Brian. Take it away, Brian. Hey guys, it's Brian. Sorry I didn't call in last week. It's just I've been it's really cool. busy lately. 
lately, but uh, yeah, Son of Gotham. What a good episode. What a good episode. Uh, this was personally probably one of my favorite episodes of the season, let alone the show. I, I feel like Bruce took a lot of big steps this episode, and uh, man, there, there's a lot to talk about. So, my favorite scene of the episode was probably the Alfred Tigress fight. I mean, I just, I didn't expect those two to fight, you know? It's like one of those things where you would never expect that to happen. So, I liked that a lot. I also loved when uh, Jim and Galvan finally got to fight, and you know, Galvan was just like, basically like, you know, I got time, let's, let's go ahead and fight, and he just absolutely destroys Jim. I thought that was cool, because all this time you think, I mean, this guy probably can't fight, uh, because he has all of his henchmen to help him, but yeah, this just makes him seem even stronger. So I'm really looking forward to the episodes coming in the future, and on a scale of 1 to 10 months, I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Thank you, keep doing what you guys are doing, I love the show. Hey guys, it's Brian again. I know I just called, but I forgot to say, do you guys think after Gotham ends, it's going to lead to a like, Batman series made by the same people with the same actors? I don't know. I think that would just be really cool if, you know, like seven years from now, eight years from now, there's a Batman show right after this with the same actors and stuff. I don't know. Tell me what you guys think about that idea. I like that I love idea. It. I, I honestly think the last think couple seasons of Gotham with a Batman or a proto-Batman, you know, Bruce running around in tights and a mask somehow uh would be that that's like my ideal end game and i mean they're all gonna age into it perfectly yeah because i mean this is all this is a story about origins it's been you know pitched as a story about origins i think after we get the main villain origins the jim gordon origin Mm -hmm. and we're getting bits and pieces of the bruce wayne origin i'd really like to see what happens after the origin yeah you know and i think i think if we get into like a season five or season six that david will be old enough to definitely kind of hang as at least a proto Batman or a Bat Boy. Uh, but Boy. I also think that it would be cool if they, they did a time jump, maybe cast a slightly older actor uh, who, who looks like David and and maybe, you know, flash forward, do like one season, 10 years in the future after Batman's been running around for a while yeah. and do like one season of like a Batman show. That would be kind of fun too. Make that be the final season. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something like that. Okay. We're going to wrap up with a uh, letter from Glenn who got in a little bit late for our episode last week. Oh, February 29th. Sorry. But uh, Glenn says, great podcast. I would like to participate more during the shows, but because of the time difference, it makes it hard for me to get on the chat roll as I am in uh, California. I'm currently listening to the podcast a day late and a dollar short. Uh, So you may cover this in the podcast, but I was kind of expecting more from the Brotherhood reveal. The number of assailants will pose a problem ultimately, but there was something about the way they filmed uh, the stabbing scene that made it uh, have much less of an impact He's talking about uh, episode two weeks prior. Mm -hmm. I hope I have not become desensitized, but I do not think I have. I'm still looking forward to the storyline. Oh, yeah. Where the heck was Bullock? Uh, Thank you for your time. Uh, And thank you, Glenn. And yeah, we were very uh, disappointed overall with that one with with, uh, the initial revelation of the Brotherhood, too. But Mm -hmm. they kind of won me over this episode. Yeah, a little bit. All good things. All good. Okay. well, like I said, uh, next week, uh, after you watch the finale, uh, you know, make sure you have have the teenage girl in your van with the tape over her mouth Mr. email Meeks. us legends of gotham at gmail.com <laughs> tweet us at legends of gotham uh, facebook is facebook.com slash legends of gotham and send us a 
voicemail like this because you have to talk in a disguised voice because you have a teenage girl in your van. 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. We want to thank all of our chatters here. Yes. Uh, Mary H and F and Stefan and SS Peabody and Bobby and Scorpio, I think. Yes, uh, and everybody for correcting me. Uh, yes, I because we were trying to figure out when it starts up again. And it looks it comes, like... It's February 29th. I thought it was the first week of March, but that must be our other show. February 29th is when Gotham will come back. But we'll have some stuff in the meantime. We'll there have will some be commentaries. Uh, we're trying to get... If you if you do a Gotham podcast, get a hold of us because we're trying to do a Gotham podcasters roundtable. Yes, and nobody's uh, responded to my email. Yeah, the, the week after uh, Gotham wraps up. So if, if you want to be in on that... Let us know. Even if you have a, I'll say even if you have a comic book podcast that covers Gotham, Gotham sometime. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to have you for sure. And Absolutely. I, I hate it when people feel like just because we cover the same beat, you know, the Gotham beat, we can't all stop, collaborate and listen to each other, oh, you know. Emery, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. Follow this show at legendsofgotham.com. And you know what? You can pick up my superhero series, Dogboy Adventures, at dogboyadventures.com. And, and you can search for other stuff at google.com. Really? Google, Just, Google needs a promo? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, they're paying, aren't they? They're not paying. They're not uh, paying us. Accommodations provided by Google for this live stream. <laughs> Google.com. The Sign place up for to our Christmas for exchange. Sign up for our Christmas exchange. Yes, definitely do that. Definitely do that. But well, we, we want to thank you guys again yes, so much. Thank you. Ow. And, uh, you know, join us next time for more Legends, Legends of, of Gotham. Gotham. What about when Jim, like, sliced his hand and bled into that dude's mouth? It wasn't going in his mouth, it went on his forehead. It was weird. It made no sense. And then down came the paramedic. I still like the episode. It was awesome. Okay, we love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.